I had someone text me yesterday saying, yo, you were right about Dwight Howard, man. He's still a beast. And I, I, that made me happy that people recognized it. But I was kind of pissed off because I'm like, I spent that entire 2016, 17, 2017, 18, those years trying to explain to people. And we were doing a doc series with Dwight uh, when it was his first year with the Hornets. I think it was his only year with the Hornets. And I remember him telling me, he's saying, look, I've been hurt. I'm recovered. I've rehabbed. We got an in-depth look at everything that guy was doing these off, past few off-seasons. And, and I was like, yo, this guy is a beast. He's going to have an, an incredible year individually. If they win, the whole world is going to recognize it, and they're going to honor it. They didn't win, but Dwight, as an individual talent, proved himself in that year with the Hornets. Go look. People love looking at numbers to glorify certain guys, but how come when Dwight Howard was putting up 17 and 13 a game two seasons ago, uh, people slept on it. I mean, the, the dominant performances he was having, the 30 and 30, 29, 16, and like 10, like he re reinvented his game and was healthy and dominant and athletic again and explosive again. Came back from that back injury. You know, there's guys like Clint Capella that put up those numbers getting paid 100 mil. But with Dwight Howard, the narrative that he's done and washed up kept going on. And this is my point about what the media does and why I always try to show people the actual in-depth basketball side of things and tell people to watch the fucking game and do the eye test rather than listen to a prepackaged narrative attached to some you know meaningless stat Dwight Howard never fell off this is the same shit with Derrick Rose this is the same stuff I say with Isaiah Thomas this is the same thing I say with Carmelo Anthony these guys understand who they are they're all world talents that worked their ass off their whole life to get to the level they got to when they got there to get to that level is first of all a fucking journey and and one of the hardest things to do but then to become an all-star and become a superstar in the nba you don't just fall off these guys are obsessed with working they're obsessed with staying in tip-top shape they're obsessed with being in the gym and perfecting their craft and they have a different gear and a different motor inside them that no one else can understand they are born to dominate. That's why they got paid big. That's why they shined at that level to begin with. You don't just fall off. You know, the media loves when these guys get hurt because they have big names. They love creating this narrative and story of a has-been. And then they, they create this story of, oh, let's get him a redemption run. And Like, it's all prepackaged shit. When in reality, none of these guys really fall off. They just lose an opportunity or come back from an injury rusty. And it takes a year or two to get back to their shape that they were in when they, before they got hurt. Dwight Howard in that Hornets year, if you go watch the games, was explosive, was dominant, and was a bully. The Hornets team never clicked and never meshed. And, you know, people call it empty numbers. No, bro, if you dominate in the NBA and you put up those numbers, it's not empty numbers. You know, it's not empty numbers. It's it's a reflection of who you are as a talent. If you can hoop, you can hoop. There's no such – like that is who you are as a talent on the highest level in basketball. So this whole idea that Dwight – oh, he's having this – Amazing comeback year with the Lakers, you know, he reinvented his game. I was trying to, you know, tell people this two years ago when he was actually dominating and putting up the numbers and, and in the best shape of his career since those injuries. He's fine. He's been fine. He should be starting right now. Dwight's actually sacrificing right now, if you ask me. You know, he's a guy that is always going to be dominant. This is a guy that works his ass off, and I know firsthand he's we speak all the time, and I had a whole series of footage on him. This guy stayed in the gym for the past three years. And he busted his ass like he has all the money in the world. Anything you can ask for, superstar, first ballot Hall of Famer, continues to work and love the game. And you got to give your hats off to that guy because he could have easily hung it up a few years ago when the media counted him out. So the media gave up on him. Now they're back on him. I'm happy for the guy because he got what he wanted, redemption. But, yo, he's, he's sacrificing right now. And the Lakers got a dominant piece. And he even reinvented his game even more. 
He's not looking to dominate anymore, but he'll go get you 14 and 10 if needed and if the opportunity is there. This is one of the best big men the game has ever seen, and uh, he's still a force. He's still, he's still young. He's still athletic. He's still explosive, still dominant, and now he's fitting in perfectly with this Lakers team. Um, I expect him to be in the starting lineup, and I expect him to change games. You know, Watch how he alters shots. Look at the little shit Dwight does. The guy's a beast, and he's always been a beast.